Hello, and welcome to another episode of Goddess of Crypto. I am going to talk about some really hard stuff today. The recent Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade is weighing very heavily on me, and not because of my personal beliefs in abortion, although I'm sure it won't come as a surprise that I believe that women should make their own decisions over their bodies. The sacred divine feminine is creative, abundant, flowing, receiving, and disruptive. And the new energy of money, including cryptocurrency, decentralized finance, NFTs, and even the metaverse, is all these things too. Welcome to the Goddess of Crypto, a weekly show where women who are already in this powerful space will cover these topics simply, so you can relax into knowing that the future of finance is female. What I am concerned about more than that is this overarching need for men. And I know that there is a woman on the Supreme Court who voted to overturn Roe v. Wade and does not believe that abortion is a woman's right. But overall, men and women raised by those men under those same masculine structures have been told what to do with their bodies. And we have been told what to do with our bodies, what to do with our finances, what to do with our education, what to do with our choices for our lives for centuries and for millennia. And what does this have to do with goddess of crypto? What does this have to do with the stuff that I talk about every week? Well, as far as I'm concerned, everything. You know, if you listen to the very first episode of Goddess of Crypto that I recorded, I talk about this download that I had. And I'm, you know, no surprise, I'm a very spiritual person. And occasionally I get these direct downloads. And I had talked with much joy about the fact that this download was so strong and so powerful that it almost knocked me off my bike. And that what it told me was that there was a coming tsunami of financial change, financial unrest, financial shift, and that my job in this, my mission, should I choose to accept it, was to help women in the world uh, learn to surf the waves before they got knocked over by that tsunami. And so that's what was the seed for Goddess of Crypto itself and for the work that I am doing in the world with doing transformational wealth coaching and focusing, choosing to focus on women specifically, because it is the women who need to wake up to the fact that we have a birthright of wealth, that we were not just granted that money because of the grace of men, but rather it is owned by us. And the thing that I said right after Roe v. Wade was overturned is there's a difference this time than there has been in the past, and that is that we own our power. We know our power, and now we can choose to take our power back. Now, I got into a little bit of an altercation on Facebook, as I'm sure many of you do, as one does these days. I got into a little bit of an altercation with somebody who is pretty radically into women's rights and will go and demonstrate and march in the streets and shout. And I said, I think we really need to do this differently. 
And a bunch of her friends jumped in and she's a wonderful person, super intelligent. And I know her in person, not just on Facebook. And I respect the Christmas out of her. But at this moment, you know, she was like, these platitudes aren't enough and we need to do more than just talk about it. And I totally agree. I just think anger is such a base tool and that it isn't working. It may be working right now for the side that is trying to overturn all of the laws. And I don't believe we're going to be stopping with Roe v. Wade. I think there's going to be Well, like there's now a don't say gay bill that has become law in the state of Florida. Thank you, Ron DeSantis. And they have just announced in Orange County is a county in in Florida where I live. I'm uh, right outside of Miami. And they announced that same-sex partners need to put their photos of their partners away, that they are not allowed to talk about being gay in school. No one is allowed to discuss it. You're supposed to report somebody that you think is gay or who like, you know, talks about it. And they have banned all rainbow clothing. Now, I saw a meme the other day that I thought was pretty funny at the time. It was an engraving of Sir Isaac Newton, and he was showing light through a prism. And the chair, which is not unlike this club chair that I'm sitting in, was reflecting a rainbow prism on it. And the meme, the saying above it was, Isaac Newton invents homosexuality. And that's exactly the point. Like, you know, I've been in love with rainbows since I was a little kid. Kermit was not singing about the rainbow connection because he was gay. Kermit was not singing about the rainbow connection to try to indoctrinate little kids into being gay. There's just so much ridiculous stuff in the world that we are all like saying is okay or that we're ignoring. And I agree that we don't want to do that. I just think that, you know, from a spiritual perspective, hate gets us more hate. Focusing on the thing that we don't want gets us more of the thing that we don't want. That is not just my opinion either. You can look up, you know, sages across the across the universe since the beginning of the recorded word have been saying that if you don't want something, don't pray for it. You know, like worry is negative prayer. And, and if you are paying attention to something that you don't want, you are giving attention to it. I had this epiphany a few years ago when I was doing a, a cancer challenge. We had a friend who had cancer, but I'd been volunteering before then. And then I volunteered, you know, after she got sick. But this last year, I was looking up at a sign that said 60,000 people fighting cancer. And I thought just at this moment, I was like, what if 60,000 people were affirming perfect health? And that's the problem is we're all about fighting the thing that we don't want instead of shifting into thinking about giving energy and attention to what we do want. Some of the mindset work that I do, some of the basic mindset work is around the idea of watering the positive tree or the negative tree. And when you water the positive tree, you're giving it your attention, which is the same attention that if it were a physical tree, you would be giving air, you would be giving light, you would be giving water. Those would be the equivalent in the spiritual world of your thoughts right? And that would cause the positive tree to grow. But we have this tendency to give the negative tree all of our attention. So we'll say like, oh, somebody gave us a compliment. Oh, that's the positive tree. But now we're like, 
I don't deserve that compliment or that's not really true of me or I wish or somebody else has more of it. Well, that's like eight negative thoughts going to the negative tree and only one going to the positive tree. What happens to a tree that you water? It grows. And what happens to a tree that you withdraw water from, that you withhold that light, you withhold that air, you withhold your energy, it withers and it dies. So it is not enough to feed the positive, you also have to starve the negative. And when we're talking about fighting against something, we are actually giving it more attention. I believe that that's why Donald Trump won the last election. Nobody could talk about anything else but Trump. You either loved him or you hated him, but like sucked all the oxygen out of the room just by his being. And he polarized everybody. And then that's all anybody was thinking about. That is really hard to get past because the people who were positive wanted him and the people who were negative didn't want him. Not they wanted somebody else. They just didn't want him. And that gave him all of that extra energy that of the stuff that we didn't want. The same thing is true. We're not, you know, like when it comes to something like Roe v. Wade, and I'm trying very carefully to choose my words because it's not about the specifics of it. It is about the control of it. It is about women being controlled by anybody other than themselves. And the idea that we as women, you know, I've heard many men say this over the last few weeks, and it just makes me so crazy. Men say, oh, this isn't a big deal. This is just giving the rights back to the states. Well, that means that some states are going to say, for example, that in the case of rape or incest, a woman cannot have an abortion. What does that mean? It means women are being raped. It means women are being forced to have sex with their family members. There's nobody in the world that thinks having sex with your dad or your uncle or your brother is okay. And unless you're actually in the middle of doing it, but for, you know, the courts of law or whatever, everyone says, no, that's not all right. But yet to have such a belief that abortion isn't acceptable to the point where you would allow a woman who was raped by her father to carry her father's child, to carry her own half brother or sister That's not about caring about life. That is about control. And what I want you to hear today is not Hallie's opinion about abortion is, that is not the point at all. What I want you to hear is you are a sovereign entity and the only person that should be controlling you is you. And what does that mean when it comes to crypto or when it comes to my download about, you know, the work that I'm supposed to do in the world? The message that I have for you today, more than anything else, is get the power to choose for yourself. And that power will come when you do not need to turn to your husband, your father, your boyfriend, your brother, your male colleague, or anyone else to get permission for your own sovereignty, especially your financial sovereignty. When you have your own money, you don't have to worry about staying in that abusive relationship. When you have your own money, you don't have to work in a job that you don't want to work in anymore. When you have your own money, you get to make the decisions about where your children go to school, where they grow up, who they grow up with. You don't have to feel stuck inside of relationships that no longer serve you and probably didn't in the first place. 
but we don't get there. We believe that the men in our lives control us in some way. And the fact that we allowed Roe v. Wade to be overturned, and let's face it, we've allowed it to happen because by virtue of the fact that it happened. So we're doing something that still says we are beholden to the patriarchy. And the patriarchy is basically old white guys. I mean, I don't know how else to put it that is clearer than that. Old white guys are telling women what to do. And they have been for hundreds and thousands of years. But the difference is all the women that I know who are in the field that I'm in, who are doing coaching work, or who are doing transformational work or or consider themselves light workers or healers, all getting the call at the same time, the wake up call. Marianne Williamson said when the Roe v. Wade decision came out, she said, this is telling women over to you. Well, I believe that we are headed in that direction. But until that happens, it's going to look like a bunch of old white guys kicking and screaming because they do not want to hand the power over to women. Now, women tend to be more cooperative and more collaborative because it is the realm of the feminine for the creative, the cooperative, and the collaborative. It is the realm of the masculine to be competitive. So when I say to a woman, you are in the same business that I'm in, great, how can we work together? The woman is not usually thinking, how is she going to screw me? Now, do women screw each other over? Sure. Do women, are women capable of tearing each other down instead of building each other up? All the time. Every time I see a woman trolling another woman online saying, you know, I don't know, the Kardashians come to mind, like one of the Kardashians looks so fat in that bathing suit or whatever. It's like we're trained by the world to show up, not to support our sisters. But the world is a world of the masculine. The world is a world that says you don't have to have your own money. You don't have to have your own rights over your own body. And ultimately, that is the thing that we have got to get fixed through our financial independence. Because when we have our own money, we have our own sovereignty. And you know who sees that just as much as we do? The men, because that's the game that they're playing. They're already have that birthright of financial independence, of financial sovereignty, of financial uh, success. And when a woman feels that, like when a woman applies for a job, they say if she doesn't have at least 80, somebody just did a study on this, if a woman doesn't have at least 80% of the, the qualifications, the woman will not apply for the job. Whereas if a man has any of the qualifications or it seems like a remote fit, he's going to apply for the job. So there's a certain level of confidence that a woman doesn't have or the woman is looking to fit that mold better to make sure that she is more of a fit than the man does. So there are these kind of inherent things that we have developed that society has helped develop in us because, again, of the legacy of tens of generations of women being made less than, being told that they were less than. And in some cases, you know, in the extreme cases, having their rights stripped from them and being put to death. You know, women in India are, among other countries, are still being killed because they're raped. 
there it's called an honor killing you know get educated on this if you don't know anything about it because it's horrific female genital mutilation which is the you know the process of cutting the clitoris out so that a woman won't have sexual pleasure is still being practiced in many, many, many countries, including my beloved Egypt, where I lead spiritual tours. And it's something that we've got to get more educated on that women are still being stripped of their power, they're being stripped of their rights, they're being stripped of their pleasure, they're being stripped of their finances. And if you are listening to this, chances are you are a Western woman And the Dalai Lama said the world will be saved by the Western woman. And he didn't just mean women. He meant you, actual you, and me, actual me. I cannot say that often enough. We are being invited into something new. So if you are a Western woman hearing this, and you do not have to deal with the fact that you are being hugely oppressed. Nobody's trying to, you know, cut parts of your body out yet. You definitely are still aware that they just overturned a fundamental right of a woman to choose for herself what she's going to do with parts of her body. And if that doesn't scare you, it should, because we are being told what to do by old white guys, and that needs to stop. And the only way that it is going to stop is not with the protests or the anger or the taking to the streets. Listen, if you are enraged and you need to process your rage in that way, go do it. But that is not going to be what changes the laws. It has not ever been yet. I love the idea of when I was in college, I did a play, an ancient play, Lysistrata, an ancient Greek comedy that was set to music by a very, very talented uh, songwriter. And the upshot of the play is women get tired of war. And so they close their legs. They simply withdraw sex until the men stop going off to war and the ravages that all all war entails. And I have begun to think that we need to employ the Lysistrata approach and close our legs, which ironically enough would also reduce the number of pregnancies. If we're not going to go for something like that, and I'm saying this semi-tongue-in-cheek, we are going to have to show our power in other ways. We are going to have to show our power through our ability to educate ourselves, to get financially sovereign so that we are capable of being personally sovereign, so that we stop relying on men except as we choose to as our life partners, as our beloveds. I talk to a lot of guys who are fairly enlightened about this stuff. I've spoken to a lot of men recently who are quite incensed over this change and the idea that if a woman doesn't have sovereignty over her body, that she really is not an equal citizen of the world with a man. But that doesn't seem to be bothering enough people. It's certainly not bothering enough people to allow the laws to change. I believe that there are going to be some really interesting things that come up now. For example, I've just read recently that the IRS, see, now we're talking about money again. The IRS says that you cannot apply for a tax uh, credit for your unborn child because it is not considered a person. So the government now has a contradiction because either it's a person at conception 
or it's a person at birth. And the IRS and the judicial branch can't have completely different opinions. They can right now, they do right now, but somebody will sue over it. And there will be suits about, uh, there will be Supreme Court lawsuits about paternity. There will be Supreme Court lawsuits about, you know, men's rights as parents, men's rights as, you know, the the whole deadbeat dads issue. That is going to be coming up a lot because women can now begin to sue for health care and insurance and other issues that up until this moment of codifying life beginning at conception, if you believe that, then you have to take care of the being until its birth in a different way than you do than if you don't acknowledge that it exists until birth. So there's going to be some very interesting things that are coming up legally. But the bottom line is, as a woman, unless you want to go and fight those fights, and some of you will want to, fight the fight with your wallet make your donations to the organizations that you believe in that you know will make a difference. Make your time contributions to organizations that you know will make a difference. And come at this from a place of, I believe in myself. I believe that I should have the sovereign right over my own body. Not that you know, you're going to have to go out and have an abortion. I mean, I am well past the age of even worrying about that. However, me making a decision for myself about my body is my sovereign right. You making a decision about your body is your sovereign right. The problem isn't just this particular thing being taken away. The problem is the precedent that it sets to take away other rights of women. And those things are coming as the patriarchy kicking and screaming objects to the coming matriarchy. Now, I don't believe that's going to happen in my lifetime, at least not this one, or maybe many lifetimes to come, but we are seeing the pendulum move in a different direction. I believe that we are seeing a return to a society that is one of cooperation, to a society that is one of collaboration. And in order for that to happen, we are going to have to get rid of the competitive structures that say that it's a dog-eat-dog world and no irony here, every man for himself. So if you want to hasten that process and maybe ease the way so that the age of Aquarius can come a little bit more gently, take back your power, make the choice to show up as a sovereign entity make the choice to be the change that you wish to see in the world. This episode of Goddess of Crypto is one of many, and I hope that you will comment, like, and share this with all of the women that you know. These conversations may be difficult, but we need to have them. We need to have them, and we need to stay in the conversation. We need to stay in the game, and we need to make our own decisions as sovereign beings. I will see you next time on Goddess of Crypto. Every week, transformational wealth coach Hallie Evelyn leads a conversation that helps to ensure that women everywhere can learn to surf the coming tsunami of the new energy of money. You can find her at goddessofcrypto.me. That's goddessofcrypto.me. Be sure to subscribe to Goddess of Crypto on your favorite platform or watch the show on YouTube. And remember, wealth isn't just your privilege. It's your right.